A lot of Summit is learning how to respond to things and defend your position without being aggressive or coming off as um, ignorant or... Um, a hothead. Yes, a hothead. There's the word. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that was a majority of what Summit was about. And they, they tested us on that. And uh, like, I think halfway through the first week, I think it was. And clearly it was not, we hadn't learned much. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, welcome everyone to podcast 51 of Renew Your Mind. In this series of podcasts, we're talking to Jake Fusick, who attended the Summit Ministries uh, student conferences. And um, he, the last podcast, well, actually, we also have with us Jake. We have Pastor Jordan Chambers, our family and youth pastor. We have Senior Pastor Paul Grunberg and Dana Hall, myself, as the moderator. As you can see, I was really excited to jump right in. So here we go. (laughs) Um, So Jake and um, Pastor Jordan brought us up to kind of the mechanics of before Jake arrived. And now we want it. We're really interested, Jake, in hearing about, you know, what was it like when you got there? Um, What was your daily routine? Maybe let's say Monday through Friday. And I'll just let you take it from here. Well, um, when we got there, it was pretty, it it was a really welcoming atmosphere and they, they got us all set up. Um, well, one of the things was I went with um, Danielle, mm-hmm. um, but they they have a strategy where they intentionally separate you um, from your people who you come with. Um, Jordan knows a lot, like a lot more in depth of the, how that works. But um, sure. it, um, for example, if I went with a few of the guys, they would intentionally um, separate us to make more friendships. And at first I was a little apprehensive about um, how that was going to go. But I honestly am very, very glad that that's how, mm-hmm. how things were because I was able to meet a lot more people and um, create friendships that I still have to this day with some people that I met there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very grateful for th- what they did with that. But um, so we got assigned our rooms and I roomed with, I think, um, five people, including myself. Um, we had bunk beds. We... It, classic camp style <laughs> um, uh, set up. But um, in the, we would wake up around, I think it was six or seven. It was very early in the morning, but um, mm-hmm. we would have breakfast and then we would jump right into classes. We would have class for about um, two to three hours. It, it would be usually one, one to three hours. It just depended on the day in the, the class. But um, we, we would do that. And then we would, um, right after our first class, um, we would, I think, go to lunch if I remember right. And then right after lunch, we'd jump right back into it and have a class or two. We'd have mm-hmm. breaks. Um, I think we would have, um, after breakfast, we'd have two classes mm-hmm. and then we would have lunch. And then after lunch, we'd have two more classes uh, along that lines. I'm, I'm not quite sure exactly. It's been a while, <laughs> but um, that's all right. <laughs> I think we'd have around, like, around that schedule. And then at night, we'd have a slight, um, we'd have um, uh, small groups where mm-hmm. we would meet with some other um people that we that were at the camp with a, a small group leader and we would just talk about the classes we had throughout the day and discuss our feelings on them and then personal stuff we'd go through and we we created a bond in that small group and mm-hmm. it was a it was a pretty ec- good extra touch that they had during the camp so. so with the classes that you had if you think in ter- in terms of what school is like at eight o'clock you'd have math at nine o'clock you'd mm-hmm. have uh social studies or whatever, was were the classes set up that way so that every morning the first class would be on a particular topic that would carry throughout the first week or the time you were there? Or or did it, did it just vary 
from class to class? Would it be the same instructor uh, mm-hmm. or speaker? Did those change on uh, just based on the hours or did it change throughout the week? Um, well, we had different speakers throughout the day, actually. And they, they would do a series. It was... Um, it wouldn't be the same instructor throughout the day. They would have uh, like their set class period. And then like a few days later, they continue that class and they would have multiple instructors throughout the day and they would teach different, um, their different um, subjects per se mm-hmm. um, throughout the day. And it was multiple um, subjects throughout the day and they would change their curric- curric- curriculum. Yeah, yeah. curriculum <laughs> yeah. Um, throughout the week. So it was a, a pretty good setup. Um, so we had different, we had a, a variety of, things to learn about and things to take in that they would teach. And so, um, yeah. <laughs> did they did they kind of gear you toward understanding what a worldview is and what your current worldview was mm-hmm. at the beginning of the... They definitely, they definitely came at us hard. They, uh, they wanted us to question our, our beliefs now and they wanted us to make sure that we either stuck with our beliefs or to look deeper in within, within ourselves and to see if we um, would want to change our worldview or adjust it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they came at us with some pretty cold, hard facts. And, yeah. a, lot of, and a lot of people, they had actually had um, one of the classes, they had one, one man come in and he, he really came at us and it actually made the class very, very angry. And kids started, um, majority of the class were, some of them were 16, 17. They got really upset and it started, it, it was a pretty bad scene. And, um, they actually had someone come in after him and say they intentionally did that to make us look at how we react to things we don't like to hear and how we want to better ourselves. And that was one of the biggest um, moments. I honestly don't even remember what he was very controversial about, <laughs> but um, what was important and what they wanted us to remember is that we, we can't react with anger and we can't react with um, our impulses. We need to think yeah. about what people say and take time to um, take it in and, absorb it and think about it and instead of reacting off of our impulses. And that was a very big learning experience. Did, um, off of did that. most of the young adults in that class just use their emotions and get angry? Oh yeah. Yep. Would it you was, say that every one of you did or? Um, there were a, a lot of them like myself. We just kind of uh, sat back and um, kind of watched <laughs> what was going on, enjoyed the show. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, there were there was the people that stood back, like myself. I didn't. I kind of just was watching what was going on. I was kind of. It was shocking seeing the reaction people were getting and how what he was saying. It was shocking. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't expect him to be, you know, so aggressive towards us sure. and right. so out outlandishly speaking and out outlandish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um. He, but a lot of the kids were yelling back. There was, you know, mm-hmm. expletives thrown. It was, <laughs> it was a crazy scene. People walked out. There were a few kids that actually walked out of the classroom. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was, it was a crazy scene. But that was one of the biggest um, learning points that I had was to make mm-hmm. sure that we need to watch how we react to things instead of, you know, imp- impulsively responding and. And then how did like how did they go from there on out? Did they show you tools on how to? Um, yes. curb your emotional reactions yep. or mm-hmm. and is that mostly what the young adults did not have were the tools to like without emotion explain what they want to say mm-hmm. okay um well a lot of they a lot of the um a lot of summit is learning how to respond to things and defend your position without being aggressive or coming off as um ignorant or 
Um, a hothead. Yes, a hothead. There's the word. Um, but uh, yeah, that that was a majority of what Summit was about, and they they tested us on that, and uh, like I think halfway through the first week, I think it was, and clearly it was not. We hadn't learned much, <laughs> so <laughs> we we definitely were. We definitely had a lot more towards the end of the week, and the second week was a lot of of um, how to defend our our uh, faith, and especially um, one of the biggest ones I took from was the abortion like debates that are going on in our society, mm-hmm. and um, that's one of the major things that I I took from mm-hmm. Summit is my stance on abortion. I didn't really care about abortion. I mean, I didn't really think much of it. I didn't think it was a big mm-hmm. deal. I didn't know much. Mm-hmm. I was 18, fresh out of high school. I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't really care about um, really the issues. It's, it's unfortunately become a political issue and politics wasn't really anything I listened to, but they brought it to my attention at Summit how important the issue of abortion is. And that was, that's one of the greatest things about Summit is they made you think about things that you really didn't think about yeah. beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's one of the things I'm really grateful for. So Jake, um, on the tools that you learned to use, what was the most important thing you learned about that class you're talking about, how they really jacked up the emotions and mm-hmm. caused people to fight back? What's the biggest tool that you learned and what do you think would be the most important thing that you could share with others that they need to do when defending their faith or defending a particular worldview, Christian worldview? Well, um, one of the things they taught us is people are going to be, or people are going to come off as insensitive. People are going to not understand, especially people that are non-Christians. They aren't going to understand what mm-hmm. our faith is. And they're going to say things that for some people would be offensive to them, like God isn't real um, or, you know, a, a, um, abortion doesn't matter, uh, those kind of things. Or how does abortion relate to um Christianity. Um, there's a lot of things like that that would that would come up, and they they explain to us that we need to understand that they don't understand our um, religion or what, mm-hmm. whatever it is, whatever the topic is, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And so we need to be understanding of that and try to help them understand instead of telling them. We need to ask ask them questions and make them think about what they're saying instead of just saying it. If that yeah. if that makes sense, I think. I think that's that was a big part of Summit. So you'd almost have to become a, a like a detective, basically, to yeah. query where they're at, so that you could then uh, maybe present some other questions that would get them to think beyond where they were at at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Um, thinking outside the box is one of the words they like to use a lot, which is mm-hmm. a very common phrase. But they used it in a way that made us really think and really think outside of the box is what they were trying to get us to do and um, make think about what our beliefs are and be stable in them. Because the biggest, the biggest thing I've noticed is when you're um, when you don't know what your, what your true beliefs are, it's very hard to stay consistent with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You mentioned detective um, as a segue. There's a lot of really professional people that are putting this on and, and the people that are speaking in these seminars are very high level intellectuals, very professional people, people that have, they're not just, you know, some random pastor from three towns over or some, you know, the cousin of the guy who runs the place. Um, you mentioned detective. There's one that specifically he tends to talk about the reliability of the gospels mm-hmm. and the, and the scriptures in general. His name is Jay Warner Wallace. He was a cold case detective for like 20 some years 
and he was frequently used on 60 Minutes. Um, mm. He's like world-renowned and was one of the largest names in California when it came to cold case detectives. And he used detective techniques in approaching the Bible, and specifically cold cases. You know, he's like, oh, because he was an atheist at that point. He said, right. well, of course, I can use these techniques to see how, you know, false these testimonies are, because that's what I do every day in my job. And when he applied those techniques, then he found and discovered the truth and the consistency of scripture. And so you get that, there's guys like him, there's guys like Dr. Sean McDowell. Um, he and his father, Josh McDowell, are the capstone names of apologetics in America. Especially for um, uh, InterVarsity Press. Yes, oh yes, yeah, big names Huge. in, you know, uh, Biola University, they're, they're, they're massive in, in a lot of that. Um, there's a gentleman named Christopher Wan, who um, he had such an amazing life story, came out of drugs, was in prison, lived as a homosexual and came out of it and talks about the lifestyle of homosexuality. And he has a catchphrase, God doesn't call us to heterosexuality, but to holiness. Mm -hmm. It's not about what kind of sexuality you have. It's about doing what's right. And he just, the perspectives they get is, mm -hmm. it, it's beyond your typical conversation value. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. John uh, Stone Street is another big name that's out there. You know, massive authors and, and theologians. And these are people that not only do they teach these classes, but one of my favorite things about how that works and I don't know if you took advantage of this, Jake, or not, but I'd love to hear if you did, um, is that those speakers made themselves available daily for just regular conversations. They would oh, sit on the porch cool. chairs mm -hmm. and ask students to come ask them questions. Mm -hmm. They'd go to the lunchrooms and eat lunch with the students and talk to them about what they heard. And that interaction from the speakers to the students, um, I know for Rebecca back in the day when she went, now, it was huge for her. Sure. Because it was personal all of a sudden. Um, More, I, yeah, I don't know. Did you take advantage of any of that, or did you see any of that happening? I did. Um, they, they, had, they had those um, porch talks pretty much daily. Yeah, mm. with um, the speakers, the main speakers of the day, um, some of the bigger speakers they've had, they would sit on the porch and talk. And I sat in for a few of them. But um, one of the biggest, um, Jeff Myers, the... Um, yeah, he he kind of puts the whole thing on. Yeah, he's, he's the man behind Summit he, Ministries. He's an he's an author and he he writes some um, he writes books and I read one of his books, The Secret Battle of Ideas About God, and that was one of the one of the best books I've ever I've ever yeah. read. Mm. It's it has incredible perspectives and how to defend your ideas of God and how to defend your faith. And um, I I got to talk to him personally one on one. I actually went up to him at towards the end of the week. I wanted I wanted to catch him, and I got him to sign my book, and I talked to him a little <laughs> bit. And he is just he's incredible. He's yeah. he's a great guy, and um, he has a, a lot of great ideas. And he um, was also a speaker there. Yeah, and he he was phenomenal. So, well, that's good. Any other speakers that come to mind? Uh, Mike Adams. Mike Adams. He was okay. he was really good. He he was one. He was the funny one. <laughs> he was the, <laughs> he was the guy. We, he got the class laughing a lot. But he he was yeah. he was fantastic. He he had a bunch of stories that that were really funny, but relayed perfectly back to what he was trying to teach us. And he was a phenomenal teacher. Hmm. I know that uh, when we were looking at the current Summit Ministries lineup of speakers, uh, Jason. Jimenez. Jimenez 
is going to be our Spiritual Emphasis Weekend speaker in October. Mm -hmm. And so he's out there doing this with uh, the young adults, and he'll be here at our church in October uh, mm -hmm. to uh, present. And it would be a wonderful time for people to come out and to uh, learn and listen and talk and ask questions, those kinds of things. So uh, it's a wonderful opportunity. Okay, well, I think, I think we'll end it right there. Can, um, can we just ask one question? Oh, absolutely. So if there was one thing that you think Christians as a whole need to do better in regard to having conversations with either nominal Christians or atheists, what would that be? I feel like the fear of being judged is one of the biggest things. I feel like as Christians, we shouldn't be afraid to defend our faith, which is something I definitely struggled with when I was in high school mm -hmm. and, and even right before Summit, pretty much. I mean, up until then, I, I really struggled with talking about God because I felt like it was, you know, we, not weird, but um, yeah. like I wouldn't be cool or yeah. I, I'd be judged for it at school and lo like lose friends over it or whatever the case may be. I, I feel like if we are true Christians, we should be proud to be Christians and we should be able to talk about our faith openly and unapologetically, in my mm -hmm. opinion. And I think that our opinions and um, our beliefs um, and our stances, I think are can be unpopular, but that doesn't mean they're they're wrong or you know, I, I feel like we should all be unapologetically open with our beliefs and be able to talk about them openly and especially with people that don't believe because God wants us to spread the word and wants us to mm -hmm. talk about God openly and freely. And I feel like that's something a lot of us struggle with today is like, oh, I don't want to talk to my brother about it because he doesn't believe. I don't want to yeah. offend him yep. because he doesn't believe or he doesn't think this is right in the Bible and I know it is or I believe it is. Um, I think that that's a big problem in our, uh, not as just Christians, but as a society, we need to be able to talk about what we believe in and be strong about it and mm -hmm. unapologetic about it. Yeah, I Very like good. how you put that. Thanks, Jake. Okay, well, we'll end that one, uh, that uh, podcast right there. And then we've got a couple more where we can ask more questions in depth. Uh, we are at the First United Methodist Church. And uh, we'd love if you joined us. Um, we have a 9 a.m. Uh, traditional service and a 1045 contemporary. Uh, you can visit us in person or you can watch us via Facebook or YouTube. Um, if you have any questions at all, please call us at 989-732-5380. And feel free to uh, go through our website for all the events that we have going on. So until our next podcast, thanks. <laughs>